In this episode, we dive in with Vince Reed, who talks about how he uses intent-based traffic at Google and on YouTube and is retargeting with video views on Facebook. It's amazing rich ad strategy. Plus, we dive into how he sets things up with setupmyads.com and his invisible funnel offer, which I think you'll absolutely love. It's essentially a seven day trial and there's an upfront uh, shortcut offer as well. It's a super genius funnel. I think you'll enjoy this episode. So I don't go out there and say, hey, we want to manage your ads, like typical agencies. Like we're an agency, we'll run your ads. I come at you like, hey, let me help you with marketing. We'll show you how to run ads. You'll get me as your mentor. I'll show you how it works. And once you become a set of ads member, call it systemized, which you become a systemized member inside in our members area. If you're just like, you know what, Vince, I love you. Mentorship is great. This stuff is interesting, but you know what? My head's about to blow up. I don't want to do with this anymore. They can then hire us from a more traditional agency model where we charge a management fee. And we've got a team that handles that for just those people. All right. So, so that's kind of, it's kind of like I'm running two businesses at, at once. listening to the Rich Ad Poor Ad podcast, where we break down the financial principles that rich advertisers are deploying today to turn advertising into profit and get tons of traffic to their websites without killing their cash. These advertisers, agencies, affiliates, brands are responsible for managing over a billion dollars a year in ad spend. You'll hear about what's working for them today, their rich ads, and we'll roast their epic failures and crappy ads on the internet with poor ads. Let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of the Rich Ad Poor Ad Podcast. This is your host, Zach Johnson. I'm with Dylan Carpenter. How you doing, Dylan? Good, man. Good, good, good. <laughs> yeah, man. Today's guest is an uh, interesting guest. I have gotten the chance to personally work with today's guest, and uh, this guy doesn't mess around, man. The guy is just like a beast and just tackles uh, business problems, advertising problems, and the guy doesn't get distracted. I absolutely love that about our guest today. Uh, he's the creator and founder of setupmyads.com, the best uh, URL for any Facebook ad agency uh, ever. But uh, he's really the king of, uh, of lead gen in the advertising space. Um, and uh, I personally got to know him and work with him very briefly as we were... Uh, really wrapping our brains around what it was look like to to drive leads for our ad capital and our ad pay products as we were just tiptoeing our our uh, our feet in the world of of lending and um and uh lead gen in that front. So, I learned a ton personally from today's guest, uh but the guy's driven millions of leads. He's managed uh anywhere between probably a couple million, 2 to 5 million a year in media. Uh, so I'm I'm excited to have him on. Right, what do you think, Dylan? Should we should we bring him on? Oh, the hype's real, man. Let's get him on. Woo. All right, man. Woo. So Vance Reed, man, welcome to the show. Man, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. I'm excited. Yes, yes. So for everybody that's that uh, hasn't had a chance to 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 work with you and um, kind of learn what you're all about, maybe you know share a little bit about what you're up to right now and how you got there. Well, West Philadelphia, born and raised. So, okay. <laughs> no, I was actually um, from I'm from California, actually. Just, just felt, felt so big. Um, no, you know, I uh, grew up wanting to play football, wanting to run football on on uh, Sundays, and 
Um, that didn't work out. <laughs> so after school, I was like, I got to find something else to do. Didn't want to be that former washed-up athlete working at the grocery store. So did the typical Google search, how to make money on the internet, and that led me down the just the spiral hole of digital marketing and and uh, uh, specifically lead generation, and, and that's where where I am today. And that's really where I've been for the last decade. Lead gen for a decade. Here's here's what I really appreciate about Vansary and why I wanted to have you on the show is I mentioned it in your intro, but dude, you are just a, like a beast. Like you, you're in beast mode all the time. <laughs> you're like I, I get on, uh, you know, we, we have a lot of people in the show and we talk with a lot of entrepreneurs and you know, there's a lot of just like, Hey, what's going on? And there's just a lot of fluff. And one thing I can always count on, like Vince is just like, I know what the agenda is and I'm going to stay on target. And I'm like, the second I'm done with that and I meet the goal, like I'm done, I'm off the phone. And every time I've interacted with him, I always just sit, at, you know, hanging up on the other side of the phone. I'm like, geez, like, that guy is focused. <laughs> so I love it. And you know, in the, the business that you're in with set up my ads, it's easy to get distracted, right? It's easy to get pulled into client demands and, you know, their bullshit and their story and like, what do you need? And, um, and you know, I, I was, I was totally that guy for you for, for a few months, <laughs> but, uh, but like, how do you do it, man? Like for all the, for all the other agencies and advertisers, you know, listening, what's your, is it Adderall or what drugs are you on? Uh -huh. You know what's so funny you say that? A lot of people ask me, like, Vince, do you, like, do drugs? Like, I've been asked that question because I get up at four in the morning. Like, I'm, I just go and go. And I, I'm, you know, you, you can come test me every single day, man. I promise you I'm clean. No, I just, you know, you know, I think for me, um, it, it really stems from not making it in the NFL, to be quite honest with you. Like, mm. I, I know that I did so many things wrong. I didn't work hard. I was gifted as an athlete, but I didn't work hard in the weight room. I didn't run hard and win sprints. And when I got to college and I saw guys make the next level that I know I might have had more God-given ability then, but didn't have it in here at the time, the heart, the mindset, I just made a point to never, ever be able to make that excuse in business. So, you know, for me, you may have make more money, you may be smarter, but you'll never outwork me. And that's kind of my mindset. And I, and I keep that written on a whiteboard. Um, my favorite quote is the wise learns more than the fool and the fool learns from the wise. So I listen to everyone. I, I always make sure that I tell myself, you don't know shit, meaning continue to get better, right? And, uh, you know, that's just kind of what drives me every single day to know that, um, you know, you've got to continue to work hard. So. Anyhow, that hopefully that answers the. I love it, dude. I, I, yeah, uh, I think Will Smith says something like that, right? Like you, you never. I'm, I'm gonna die before I get off the treadmill or something like that, and uh, you'll never outwork me. Well, dude, that that totally speaks to. I think the very first interaction I had with you was on Facebook Messenger, and uh, you had the uh, domain set up my capital. I'm like, here's a media buyer that actually understands, you know, finance and and the 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 lending space. I got to hit him up, and. Um, and your immediate response was like, Hey man, do you do early work? Like I'm up at four or 5. AM. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, all right. Like most people are like, yeah, let's talk next week. You know, let's, 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 here's my Calendly link schedule a call. And you were just like, boom. And, uh, I absolutely love it. So tons of, res tons of respect over here for your skills, but Dylan, take it away, man. Let's, let's dive into what's working now with Vince. 
Yeah, Vince. I mean, we'd love to kind of dive into what's working good for you in the industry right now. I mean, for set of my ads, you know, in particular, we'd love to just kind of learn about maybe some strategies, some offers, something that was such a game changer that it's kind of, you know, like that works. So, I mean, first thing that kind of comes to mind, what's working really good for you kind of right now? What's your rich ad? What's your rich ad? Lay it on. Yeah, you know, what's interesting is right now, I think for the first time in like a couple of years, we don't have active ads running because we've reshifted a few and made some new ads that we're about to roll out next week. Um, but, but one of my prime principles has been, you know, your ads should be running 24-7, 365 um, with the focus of building your list, right? You have to be building your list. Um, you know, I'm kind of old school. My mentor taught me to build my list and that was your biggest asset. His mentor taught him that. So ultimately, that's why I lead Jen is so important. Um, it is the biggest asset. So whatever you're doing as a business owner, it always comes back to lead you. So um, here's what I will tell you what's working. And I'm going to give, I'll, I'll give it, I'm going to assume that most people here are media buyers and like run ads. So I don't have to like be too basic. I'm going to assume that. Can I make that assumption? Do, that cool? Yeah, no, I, I, I think it's definitely fair to say. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's definitely okay. fair to say. Yeah, so, for sure. You know, obviously we're in a pandemic right now as, as we're making this this podcast. So I think that the, the most important thing that you have to do as a media buyer or as an advertiser is have the ability to pivot and adjust and adapt and listen. Um, I think sometimes people get caught up in like, this is how you do it. This is, it works like this. Everybody's doing it like it. And I think that's the worst mistake you can make. Um, as a media buyer, you have to listen. And it's not about what we want or what we think. It's about your client. What is it that they want? What is it they need? How can you solve their, their biggest problem? But from a media buyer perspective, I'll, it really is, we can get into the ad technicalities, which we will. But before we do that, I just want to bring home one point. The biggest issue why there's a lot of pivoting from advertising, from advertising perspective, is we always have this, this like thought in our mind of like, or how to, like, we need to make this thing work. And what we're saying when we say we need to make something work is we need to make this thing make money. Like, that's what we're really saying. Like, does that work? Like, when someone asks me, what's your best lead strategy? Like, what's the best, best platform? What's working? What you're really asking me is what's making money, right? And the first thing you have to realize when you're running ads is every platform works. Because what you pay for when you run an ad is to get an impression. It's for someone to see it. If somebody saw your ad, it worked. That's what you. That's where you put the money in, the Google, Facebook, or whatever. It worked. So that's the first step. It's the mindset. Now, how do you make it make money and be profitable is a different thing. And that's why the, the principle of list building is so important and why I always drive media buyers back to building the asset and building your list. Because even if the initial offer doesn't work, if you're doing your job as a media buyer, you understand what it is that your client wants or what problems that they have, then you should always be able to say, okay, they didn't want that offer. Okay, let me step back. What was my offer? Why did they opt in? Let me formulate something else that they may want, that they may buy and be able to make it work, which is what you're asking me, make it profitable, make it make money. So that's just from a principle perspective before you even get into it. Because everyone wants to know the technicalities. But I can go give you a technicality right now, and you bet it didn't work. And I'll say, yeah, it did work. Did somebody click your ad? Did somebody see it? It worked. Maybe your message was off. Maybe like your offer wasn't strong, right? So that is the principle. Now, tactical, you want me to kind of drive into like what's working from a tactical perspective? 
Oh yeah, yeah. Release okay. the kimono. <laughs> All right. So we got that part. I think that's important, just because um, so many people struggle with that. So from a tactical perspective, it's this. You, you guys, I'm sure are aware. Social media has openly, bluntly admitted that they're running out of ad space. I mean, they're putting ads like that are popping up in midair now, trying to find ad space. <laughs> like, right? It, it's like. They're just trying to put an ad anywhere because they're literally running out of ad space. And um, I got started over a decade ago, you know, in 2007, I, I started, I went full-time in 2008. There was no social media ads really back then. Um, when I started running social media ads, it was just write column ads, but everybody was doing Google ads, Bing ads, and search traffic ads when I got started. So I sometimes feel like I'm like, grandma or the your parents are like, I walk 10 miles in the snow. Like, you know, like that's how I feel as an advertiser. Um, I mean, I remember there was no software like ClickFunnels or, you know, Kajabi or anything to make things easy. I had to go pay a guy for a website and my opt-in page was over here, the video was over here. And it's like, you know, it was just a mess. But all these skills have helped me today. So ultimately what's working is I'm kind of gone back to basics. I view social media today as a giant billboard with, what's the word, with parameters. Meaning, if I drive down the street, you see a billboard, you drive by it each and every day. If it doesn't resonate with you, then you just see it, but you don't do anything. You just kind of drive by it, right? Social media is the exact same thing. The only difference would be if we kind of use the same analogy of like driving down the street and seeing a billboard, It'd be as if you were driving down the street and all of a sudden your car just comes to a complete stop and you can't drive anymore and then something pops up on your windshield and says you can only continue to go forward if you're between the ages of 22 and 35 who like the Lakers, right? <laughs> it's still a billboard. It just gives you parameters. So for me, I like to think the business. So what I've done is I actually only leverage these days social media for retargeting. Mm-hmm. And what I do is I leverage YouTube and Google and old search traffic parameters to get in front of the people that are actively looking, watching, or in need of the products and services that I have to offer um, with specific offers. And then I just simply retarget them on social media. Mm. And uh, it's been amazing. So then what I'm able to do at that point is my lookalike audiences are so much stronger um, because now I'm actually in front of the people that were actively interested in looking for what it is that I offer um, you know, much more. You know, it comes down to really understanding how you're built in the first place, place when you're running ads. You know, we're built on, from a C, from, on a CPM perspective, right? So basically your ads gets put, gets put out in front of a thousand people. Based on what happens, you're charged. And there's this crazy formula that your clicks and everything goes through to dictate what you're charged. And typically it's three to $10 per 1,000 impressions. Well, I kind of looked at that. And I'm like, well, what if... One, the thousand impressions that were shown on social media were all people that actually were looking and interested in what I have to offer versus what Facebook says they're interested in, right? Because at the end of the day, in reality, if you target, let's just say, Tony Robbins' audience, that doesn't mean that those people were interested in Tony Robbins. You go to a Tony Robbins event, you take a picture at the event, your friend sees it, they go, oh, he went to a Tony Robbins event. Guess what? That friend who can't stand Tony Robbins is now with the Tony Robbins event. And when your ad gets put in front of him, he just costs you one of your 1,000 impressions. But if I go get 1,000 people that were watching a YouTube ad on Facebook or YouTube or how to get leads online, 
they click on my website, they go into an audience, and they only show those people my ad on social media. Okay, that is the strategy that I'm rolling with. So just way higher quality pixel data due to using Google and YouTube for higher intent, colder users, and then retargeting on the Facebook. That's freaking, oh, oh. <laughs> now, one thing you kind of mentioned that I absolutely love, that I think should be emphasized without a doubt, is being able to pivot. I mean, I feel like even as most media buyers, you can't fall in love with creative campaigns. Everything dies. So, I mean, I think that's a really key, you know, point just to point out and reiterate. I, I love that. You have to. I mean... Um, you know, at the end of the day, I think kind of to go to your point, Zach, I think the only, the one thing that I can say, I mean, and, and again, I, in the most humble way, I actually live lead generation. So I'm not the guy who just teaches it or runs ads for clients. I have businesses as you found one that a lot of people don't even know it's me yeah. that generates leads for massive industries, right? So lead generation is literally what I do. So when it's teaching it or running ads for clients, I get all the hurdles and the struggles that you're going through because I'm growing actual companies in the lead gen space. And I think that that's one yeah. of the struggles where if you're just running ads for clients, your job is to get more clients. So you just want to keep them happy. Mm-hmm. So there's not, there's not always a mental like mm-hmm. capacity to get better. It's more just to keep your client happy. So you keep kind of doing the same cookie cutter ads. Whereas when I'm running ads for real businesses, I'm like, how do I get this lead cost down? How do I keep the quality up? So I'm doing all this different stuff because I'm actually trying to build a real company and then taking those strategies and then working with clients or teaching them how to do it. This episode is brought to you by Funnel Dash's ad card, the only charge card exclusively for your digital ad spend in partnership with MasterCard. And if you are an aggressive affiliate dealing with dozens of ad accounts, or you are in gray hat or black hat verticals, such as drop shipping, CBD, or other verticals where you're dealing with ad accounts getting shut down, business managers getting shut down, or even de-platform from platforms like Facebook and Google, then you absolutely need to check out Funnel Dash's ad card. We give you unlimited free virtual debit and credit cards. So you can have a dedicated card for every single ad account campaign. And you can attach any name and address in the US so you have complete anonymity on the card and at the card level. Plus, one of my favorite features is that you don't have to pre-fund or even top off like most typical virtual card solutions today. So if this is you and you're operating these verticals, whether you're an agency or an advertiser, then check out AdCard at FunnelDash.com. All right, Vince, I want to know you're not perfect. I'm not, man. Trust me. I want to hear about a poor ad. I want to hear about a poor ad. (laughs) Something you thought was going to work. You're, oh and, man! And it's got to be something you're just just a tad bit embarrassed to admit. Okay, let's see. I mean, there's a, there's numerous ads that you know. In fact, the majority of them don't work. I mean, <laughs> um, so I think that when so I love to make kind of creative ads. Like you know, I like to do fun stuff. Like you know, make a video and have some crazy things happening to get people's attention. And what I found is that so, anytime I make an ad and I, and I, that's like over the top sometimes, it doesn't perform as well as just grabbing a phone and just saying, hey, what's up? Let me help you get better leads. Go here. <laughs> really kind of is annoying. But so there's been a few instances where I've done a few things, made a couple of just crazy videos and spent a lot of money and time, and they just completely bombed. 
So, like, which one? I want to hear one. Just give me one. I mean, I don't know if you probably didn't see it because it didn't last very long. Um, <laughs> so, um, let's see. Um, there's, there's, there's been a couple just video ads that I've made where, like, I'll write the copy. I mean, I can't think of any one particular. Okay, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. There was one ad, and we've one thing that okay, one thing that I do do, like, if I do do an ad that I spend a lot of time and it doesn't work, I can sometimes take that ad and spin it, like change it and make it work in a different way. But let me give you an example. So there was one ad that I thought was going to be the best ad ever. In fact, my uh, video guy, we're about to shoot videos right after this, it's here. We read an event and I came up with this crazy idea to run this ad leveraging um, doing uh, VR, right? So um, basically, long story short, I was going to meet with a client in a virtual reality world. Right. And then in the virtual reality world, I was going to basically tell him that if you want to grow your business, you need to get more leads and more sales. But when I first ran the ad, everybody thought the ad was about virtual reality. <laughs> they didn't realize that I was trying to get people to like learn marketing. So I went and showed the ad. It was a client that I was going to work with. And they're like, oh, you're selling VR glasses. I'm like, no, dude, like watch. It's about lead generation. And they're like, no, I, I thought you were trying to sell VR machines or something so, so that's an instance of an ad that didn't do well so i had to spin it it sounded so good vr so we're gonna use the latest like, tech <laughs> it, it, was, it was funny so like the first ad started he was like texting me and then i was texting him back and then it was like uh when is our it was like when is our when are we meeting i'm like we're gonna meet in 30 minutes this is like just a text back and forth so all right i'll see you there so then you see him kind of waiting around for 15 minutes and we show the clock ticking down and then he just goes and puts on the vr machine and then you see me in the other hotel room put on my VR machine and we met. So it wasn't like, so the way the ad was, was like, we were going to go actually have a meeting, but we were meeting in this VR world. So people thought that the ad was about us texting and then they thought totally. it was about the VR. And then we finally got into the ad part. They never even made it yeah. that far. So it was a great idea, bad ad. Oh my gosh. That's so funny, yeah, dude. Very innovative, but yeah, I can see how that. <laughs> yeah. people all right. Here's, here, here's our last segment. We're all about, bringing the world of advertising and marketing uh, and, and really infusing it into the world of, of, of finance. And one of the things I appreciate with you, Vince, is just like how direct and simple you, you, you keep things on this front. And uh, I'm, there's really two parts. So it's just like curious, you know, if you could share a little bit about how you think about, you know, in terms of operating your business. And then the second part is really, how you set things up with set up my ads. I think a lot of the agencies could really uh, learn a thing or two about how you structure those relationships, those, those contracts to, I think like set up a no fail type situation where I think a lot of agencies are um, still kind of tr trying to figure out like what the right model is, who owns the funnel, who's, right. who owns the ad account, like how much should, you know, how much should my retainer be or percentage of spend? And uh, I feel like you're just really specific and focused on um, what your model is and then also how you operate in the business. So got it. Okay. So, and and sh share with us a little bit. Got it. Okay. So set up ads is, is different than kind of what we did, right? So my core business that I've done for at least the last five years has been a pay per lead business. That's separate than set up my ads. Then set up my ads. Set up my ads is kind of like a hybrid agency. It's an education company that had a baby with a digital agency. I can explain that later. But 
my core is a pay-per-lead business, which is different than the agency model. So basically, I get clients that um, you know are willing to spend 100 to 150 bucks per lead, and we go out there and we generate leads for those clients, and they pay us on every single lead, right? So it's a very simple model. I like it because it keeps us engaged to keep the lead cost down. And something I don't, I don't know if I even really had a chance to share with you, a lot of it is because of what I shared earlier. It keeps me learning new ways to get better at marketing. I felt when I was running the traditional agency route where we're just charging management fees and running the ads, and it's just, you get in this habit of just make the ad and just get, getting them happy, but it's not really like this, this like, I don't, it's boring for me to be honest with you. Like, I like to like, you know, just brush it and just get the lowest, the highest quality lead and work and figure out new things. So the, the traditional agency model didn't really get me that excited. So the way I make the bulk of my revenue is as a pay-per-lead agency. So, and I only take on individual clients. So that's something, something separate. Set of my ads is a little bit different. It's an education company up front. So we typically target coaches, consultants, course creators, agencies, and we basically show them how to run ads, right? So they come in, they can buy this program, we walk them through, they have weekly calls with us, and then those clients specifically can then hire us from a traditional agency model. So I don't go out there and say, hey, we want to manage your ads, like typical agencies. If we're an agency, we'll run your ads. I come at you like, hey, let me help you with marketing. We'll show you how to run ads. You'll get me as your mentor. I'll show you how it works. And once you become a Set Up My Ads member, we call it Systemize, which you become a Systemize member inside in our members area. If you're just like, you know what, Vince, I love you. Mentorship is great. This stuff is interesting, but you know what? My head's about to blow up. I don't want to do with this anymore. They can then hire us from a more traditional agency model where we charge a management fee and we've got a team that handles that for just those people. All right. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's kind of, it's kind of like I'm running two businesses at once. Yeah. yeah. And, and how do you look at, you know, your, your business in terms of just, you know, how do you think about managing your, your, your cash flow, keeping things so simple? We've had a lot of people on the show talk about VC debt, uh, you know, credit cards, and I, I just feel like your approach is so plain vanilla and simple, and and uh, I'd love for you to share it. Yeah, I mean, knock on wood, we've never had to raise capital. We've never, we're a debt-free company. Um, you know, we operate strictly on cash flow. Um, and I think that a lot of it is because of the model. So, um, for example, we've recently, like one of the pivots I talked about, from a set up my ads perspective, to become a member it used to be just you had to pay like five grand to be a member and then you could pay us to be your agency. We've shifted to a continuity model, which has helped. So now if you're a member of Systemize, we work with you weekly, you got all of our training, you can come in for like 300 bucks a month. And then if you want to hire us, then just a traditional agency route, it could be two to three grand a month, plus ads and all that stuff to just those individuals. So that continuity model really fuels cash flow. And then my... Um, other business, my paper lead business is a strictly word of mouth. It has to be the right kind of client or business. I don't even advertise it. Um, and we'll set up the whole process. Um, obviously, you know, and then we just kind of yeah. work from there. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, that that is such a cash flow business because, yeah. you know, the money's up front. There's very little risk. The client right. pays for their how many leads they want. And we yeah. just deliver. The only risk is if we can't generate leads for lower than the hundred, $150 that we promise. And if we can't, we will, we'll spend our own money to make sure that the client right. gets the leads that they purchase. And how much can you spend on uh, an offer like set up my ads, right? It's, it's kind of this like introductory offer for, for new advertisers. I'm just curious, you know, 
have you been able to scale that yeah. much or you know what's really cool is that we've just created for the first time we have a new front end offer that's working really well we just tested it and we actually make money on it on every client um which has been interesting we, we came up with kind of like a new front end offer um mm -hmm. that um is, is a lower ticket offer and then to those members, we've been just selling the continuity to give them full access to everything. We have so you don't run traffic. traffic. You don't run traffic to set up my ads anymore. You're running it to your your new front end offer. That's, remember, I said we're in the process of making it. Yes, but that's what the whole thing is going to shift to the new front end offer. Yeah. And then yeah. basically, um, which gives them a piece of what we call our training portal, which ultimately um, what we focus on is really helping advertisers cut their lead costs in half and increase conversions. So. Even, yeah. even today, we get leads, you know, multiple platforms for, you know, a dollar, like 50 cents. Yeah. Now, what do you think about, so what price point is this new offer at? Is so, it just on demand? I, I hate even, I, it's such a secret, but I was, I'm sharing only because it's you, Zach. So, uh, <laughs> so we, we actually use an invisible funnel offer. So it's basically zero dollars um, for the first seven days. And then it's $97 one time in seven days, if you like it. If you don't like it, cancel. We don't bill you anything. Or you could just get it right now for 37 bucks. So we take all the risk and they and they get like two of our core programs. One teaches you how to structure your ads the right way, like the process that we implement to be able to get leads low. And then kind of like our philosophy behind retargeting, which is what I explained to you guys earlier, how we have merged search with social. Okay. All right. Let's just pause here because a lead gen guy is running an offer at a $37 and $97 price point. This is like night and day, man. You're, you're like entering in the, the the holy land here of breaking even in profitable on your ads like within a week. So day and one, I feel like day one, day one. Yeah. Day one. Even better. Yeah. Like the, you know, most of your entire career has been like lead call you know, 30, Over. 60, yeah, 60 day time to break even. And like, how, how amazing does it feel when you just like get that feedback of like, oh, this is working. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, um, you know, early in my career, before I really knew what I was doing, I would do some of this type of stuff, but I never had a back end. Right. Yeah. Right. And then I would always lose money. <laughs> so um, then we just said, we're just going to do the one thing like you just said, and then we were always profitable. And then I was like, well, what would happen if we just did both, right? So we've been doing both and we were able to generate the leads for free and in most cases at a profit. And you'd be shocked. Most people are taking the third, just paying the 37 and then, yeah. and then they're going to the 300 a month right after that. Yeah, yeah. And then they're about hiring us as an agency for two to three grand a month. So we were, we've it. really tried to build a continuity model agency um, that is different than what we've ever done. So that's the whole new, new way we're doing it. That is, so, that is that's awesome man i i love it well vance you've been an amazing guest i love all the insights that you're sharing uh why don't you share with folks listening a little bit about what you're up to next how we can support you and how they can get in touch yeah i mean i'm always here to help um open book setupmads.com for those of you guys kind of want to check out and hack the funnel i know that's the, the thing these days. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't get too comfortable because i'm known to pivot quite quickly uh, but uh no um in all seriousness um you know anything i can ever do to help anybody you know just let me know and uh you know rule number one just focus on building the list and and uh, it's all about list building i think that we got to get back to basics as advertisers it's just you know nurture that list and uh i love it that's that's, that's the deal i love it well there you go 
Thanks so much, Vince. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Rich Ad Poor Ad Podcast. If you're like me and listen to podcasts on the go, go ahead and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and richadpoorad.com slash podcast. And if you absolutely love the show, go ahead and leave a review and a comment. Share with a friend. If you do, Take a copy, screenshot of it, email me, Zach at FunnelDash.com. Show me you left a review, and I'll give you a free copy of the Rich Ad Poor Ad book. To learn more about the book, go to RichAdPoorAd.com. To leave a review, go to RichAdPoorAd.com slash review. Thanks again.